Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the On the Spot series by China Forum. In this series, we return to the platform of international forums and webinars, where leading minds in academia, government, business, technology, and media deliver novel, collaborative responses to the global issues of the day. Welcome to the Under Spot series by China Forum. I'm Xiao Qian. Today we will be returning to the commemorative conference marking the 15th anniversary of the joint statement of the fourth round of the six-party talks, which were released on September 19, 2005. Held online on September 19, 2020, the commemorative conference looked back at the denuclearization process of the Korean Peninsula, especially those twists and turns over the past 15 years. It analyzed the substantive role of the joint statement and considered how to adapt the implementation process to changing circumstances, both regionally and internationally. On our program today, we will be listening to an excerpt from this online conference in which Madam Fuying, current chair of CISS Tsinghua University, recorded her first-hand experiences at the six-party talks and delivered her insights on relevant issues. Back in 2003, Madam Fuying. In her capacity as Director General of the Asian Affairs Department of the Chinese Foreign Ministry, attended the three-party talks and later the six-party talks on the nuclear issue of the Korean Peninsula. Please stay tuned. I'm so glad that there are still people who are keen on observing the process regarding the Korean nuclear issue. I myself still remember vividly. February 2003, when the Secretary of State、uh, Colin Powell came to China to persuade China to mediate on the Korean nuclear issue, it was such a new suggestion for China.、Uh, it was the first time China agreed to proactively mediate、uh, on the regional issue. And、uh, afterwards, very soon, two months later, we had the three-party talks, and in August we had the six-party talks. And then it started a very protracted,、uh, difficult negotiations. Two years later, September 19, joint statement was signed, which was followed 2007 February by this、uh, February 13th joint document. The process has been very difficult. All those who have、uh, been part of the process and all those who have been observing the process、uh, know how difficult it was. But I think the historical significance of the six-party talks cannot be cannot be denied. When we look back, there are two fundamental reasons that the parties could move forward and could reach agreement. First, they found the common divisor, that is, the common belief that、uh, they should do everything they can to prevent such bad thing as、uh, a war, conflict, and that kind of、uh, thinking helped the parties to build、uh, the minimum trust, which was、uh, able to keep the, all the parties to the negotiating tables. And the second, and I think it's very important, that is.、Uh, They realized that、uh, in order to proceed with the negotiations, the parties have to take into consideration not of their own concerns, but also the concern of the other parties, and they have to find a way of、uh, compromise, a way of、uh, exchanges to address the concerns of each other. 
And those two points are also the most valuable content of the two documents. And there are important legacy, diplomatic legacies that uh, was a common objective. That is the denuclearization of uh, the peninsula. And secondly, the method achieving that, which was uh, a commitment for commitment, action for action. And that, I believe, remains to be the guiding principles if the parties want to proceed with the issue in the future. Unfortunately, the agreements were not fully implemented. Some people in the U.S. cannot uh, give up the idea of changing the political system in North Korea. They cannot tolerate, they cannot swallow this uh, political system of North Korea. So, of all the dialogues, talks, and later on, the exchange of views I had with the American politicians, diplomats, and the scholars, I think uh, there is a habit of uh, making assumptions about North Korea. There's no serious uh, attitude about the North Korean security concern, and they think it's just a nuclear blackmail. I visited North Korea on many occasions. I could also see the kind of uh, tenaciousness in the nature of the Korean nation, the, the nationalistic uh, characteristic. People are working very hard, trying very hard. So I can't help respecting these people. And my understanding of what the North Koreans truly want is that they believe they have to choose between two possibilities. One is to be accepted by the world, especially by the United States, and develop themselves. In exchange, they have to give up their nuclear powers, or they will close down and go nuclear, protect themselves, and develop by themselves on their own. And the North Koreans, they felt that they were disappointed. They failed for the first purpose on many occasions. And each time, they would go back to look for the other possibility. But they have never given up the possibility of pursuing the first passage. So looking back at the 15 years of uh, Twisted uh, Passage, we could see that... Uh, Every time there is a negotiation, every time there is engagement, the steps of Korean nuclear development will slow down, and their expectation for peaceful solution would rise. Whenever the negotiation was halted, confrontation was rising, and their steps for nuclear development would speed up. So now the ground has shifted. We are not where we were. We will never be able to go back where we were. And uh, it's going to be more difficult if we want to come back to revisit the September 19th uh, document and proceed from there. And uh, there is one more complicated uh, factor now, that is China-U.S. relations are not in a good shape. Tension is rising. So the cooperation between China-U.S. in addressing this tough regional issue would probably be more complicated, if not more difficult. The relationship can't be uh, not affecting how they work together. But I believe that there are fundamental factors which have not changed. That is, no one wants uh, destabilizing peninsula. Every party concerned wants to see peace and security on the peninsula. That one has not changed. Years ago, when I had many discussions with uh, the North Korean officials, 
of the official occasions when we were walking, we were climbing the mountains. During all those leisurely times, there's only one thing they like to talk with me. That is to ask how China has proceeded with the reform. And they are so interested in finding out how we found our paths and what were the challenges, how we overcame. And I also could notice this uh, Korean reform, which I will call very small steps, but non-stop. And there is obvious uh, result in the economic uh, progress. So I'm hopeful that uh, there is a possibility for us to revisit. 2003, I visited the kindergarten in North Korea and watching those young kids, the boys, the toddlers singing. Now they have become parents probably. Such a long time has passed, but history has stopped for them. So I hope that we should not give up our efforts and we should uh, try to bring the North Koreans back to the family of the region and of the world. Thank you.